Welcome back. Episode six of the Delete My Number podcast. Which you almost is a, forgot. Well, the name it's, of our it's, podcast. it's an ironic name because my Instagram account is pretty much getting deleted right now. The one with 56,000 followers and the blue check mark, aka the only thing I really had going for me in life besides this podcast. <laughs> but this is my Instagram page, it was my, it was how I. I'm not doing well, Jackie. I'm really not doing. It's been a rough morning for you, boy. I found out last night at 4 a.m. Couldn't really go to sleep. I've been I've been blasting Instagram and Facebook trying to retrieve my account again. I can't even log into my own account. And I just I just kind of don't know what to do right now. I'm, I'm at a So loss. what happened? Because because according to I watched your TikTok where you talked about the fact that your Instagram got hacked and in it, you said you gave your information to some guy in Turkey <sighs> What? You know, tell I, me what you did. Are, are you gaslighting me right now, Jackie Hollywood? <laughs> this is the worst day of my life and you're going to say that. Yes. Okay. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. So this is what happened. <laughs> this is how I got hacked. And to anybody listening, please like use this story uh, for inspiration to never be this stupid on, on, on the <laughs> internet and to never fall for any scams. I, I know I'm a stupid guy. Anybody who's driven with me, who's seen me try to make stupid U-turns, anybody who's dated me and tried to talk about politics or history or anything of substance, they know that I'm not the smartest guy. It's not left <laughs> brain. It's not right brain. It's no brain sometimes with me. <laughs> so what happened was I was just laying in bed and I got a DM and this is what the DMs said and i'm not gonna lie this this fuck face in turkey he did a good job of of making me believe that this was real because he said um his 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 instagram had like three thousand followers he was only following 200 people and he made the instagram look like it was a legit like legitimate instagram uh like someone who worked at instagram's instagram page because it said like, so he messages me saying you have uh, infringed our copyright guidelines um, with your music uh, and, and your account will be deleted in 24 hours for good if you don't fill out this this questionnaire and, and oh, fill out no. a rebuttal. And me being an artist who always posts music stuff, I'm thinking, holy shit, I, I, it must have been a cover. It must have been when I was like rapping on an instrumental. Um, so I freaked out because they're like, you're like, he was like, your account will be deleted forever and you will be banned from Instagram if you don't fill out this questionnaire. So right away, instead of doing any research on it, I go, I, I start filling it out. And then like when I'm like 25% of the way through, I'm like, you know what? I need to go. I need to do my research on this. So then I go, I research. I was like copyright scam. I copied and pasted his message. And then it was a bunch of stuff on the internet saying, do not fall for this. It's a scam. So I was like, Ooh, thank God I caught this. Ooh, this dodged a bullet there. So I thought, <laughs> so then I just, I exit out of it don't and this is where i was the biggest idiot i didn't change my fucking password after that i just oh I, you logged in through his link with your password but I, then you I didn't think, actually you didn't actually like fill it out but he it was too late like he already i think so i think so, so and i thought okay so what was the point of him going in and just deleting all your posts it's not like you had credit card information on well, there for him to steal so what was this well point? this is this is what happened jackie so he he got into my account and my account with 56,000 followers, blue check mark, not to brag, but in my heyday, I was kind of a cool guy back when I still had an Instagram. So, <laughs> you so were a big he, deal back then. <laughs> so yeah, yesterday was, was the time of my life. And today I'm just a fucking nobody. And this is all I got is this podcast. So we better 
fucking make this podcast blow up, Jackie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm angry right now. You can feel it. <laughs> you but, should. You should. You have every right to be. I would be way angrier than you, by the way. I'd be crying. I would actually man. be crying right now. <laughs> it's, you know, it, I, it's so. So, OK, so this is what the guy did. He went on my Instagram and then he started messaging everybody who I was was recently messaging with. And he and he messaged the same copyright thing that he messaged me, hoping that he could get people to fill it out to the end where he could get their credit card information. Because if I kept filling that thing out, I would have had to give him my credit card information and then he would have stole money. So he's trying to go to all of my followers, all the people that I've messaged in the last 20 days on Instagram. He's people have like sent me screenshots like, yo, is this legit? What the hell? Copyright? I think you got hacked. So that's what he's trying to do. Like he, now he's using my account as a way oh. to just to scam oh, because people. You're verified. So he thinks that if exactly. you are messaging people, they're going to be like, oh, this he's a he's a real totally. person. And he hit the jackpot. Wow, the fact that he put like a, a enter your credit card information at the bottom. And if somebody falls for that, like that you didn't right? you actually stopped yourself before you got to that. Right. So you're actually not as dumb as you say you are, because <sighs> whoever still... would fill that out with their credit card info, uh... then they would be considered probably not the smartest person in the world. But um, yeah, I just that's... can't. I can't believe, yeah and so I I so I try to log back in and then he cha- he obviously changed my the email address associated with my account so then I do like a support oh, request no. and I like fill out a whole thing to Instagram like my account got hacked and then they told me to um and then they sent an email back but the email was in Turkish it wasn't in English it was in Turkish because this <laughs> fucker in Turkey now, now they think that the person who runs my account is a, is a Turkish guy like there's just the e-money in, in Turkey who raps and, and speaks perfect English but he like lives in Turkey I don't know what they're thinking but he fucking fooled Instagram so now Instagram is sending me emails in Turkish that I have to translate and after oh, I translated no. it the email said okay hold up a, a photo of you write, writing this number it was it was a six digit number write this number on a blank piece of, piece of paper then write your full name and then write your instagram name so we can confirm it's you and the, the the reason i'm optimistic is because instagram is owned by facebook so then facebook could see my associated yeah account right. and, and mm-hmm. then they could they could match the face they can match the face from that photo to my facebook and hopefully i can get my account back i keep i'm like nervously checking my account every 10 minutes to make sure it hasn't been deleted because I feel like so many people are going to report it because of the scams. Cause he's messaging so many people. Um, so many people are going to report it. And then if it gets reported enough times, they're just going to delete the wow. account. Do you think though, that if you do get it back, like if they, if they verify that it's you, do you think all of your posts are like just gone forever <sighs> or are they able to, to, to re- restore those? Cause that sucks, man. Yeah. That's like, you're, that's your whole life. I mean, I don't want to say that's your whole life because we have a full life to live outside of our phones. I know, I know people are going to say that, but, but it's true. That's your, with creators like us, whether you're a musician or an actor or whatever you're doing, if you're a creator, that's your, your resume, basically. That's how yeah. you get a job. That's how you get a sponsorship. That's how you get. So, so for anybody listening that thinks, oh, it's not a big deal. His pictures were deleted. Like, no, it's no, actually quite a big deal. I, I understand you. It's, I, I would be at probably taking it worse than you are right now. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like somebody who decides whether or not they want to be a fan of e-money they go through and they see the old videos of me rapping. So, um, look, if I, at this point, if I lose all the posts, 
but I still have my page with the blue check mark and followers. <laughs> I'll, I'll be good. I'll make it work. If I lose that Instagram page and have to start over, I don't know if I'll be able to get verified again. I don't know how many followers I'm going to get. At that point, I might just go. To, I, I might just just like leave LA, leave California and just start a new, just like live in a van and start a hippie life and just quit the internet. I might take this as a sign to just quit the internet. It might well, be Well, are we time. still going to do our podcast from your van? Absolutely. And that's the okay. only way that anyone will ever, and I think that'll help the podcast blow up because the only way that people will ever be able to hear from eMoney is one hour a week on Sundays <laughs> and, and I'll just update people. And I think that that's actually a great marketing tool. Maybe this maybe like this is a blessing in disguise, you know, because there's nothing I want more than for this podcast to do well. You know, the, the music thing, that's cool. Uh, I, music's what I love, but I don't, you know, if, if I don't make a living off of it, whatever. But I really think that this podcast, I mean, just the messages that we've gotten from people, I get, I get stopped on the street. Every, every neighbor at my parents' house are like, oh my God, when you talked about tattooed Aquarius and jacking off to her OnlyFans, I checked her out too. And you're right, she does have an OnlyFans. And I was like, what the fuck? I just talked to your wife yesterday who said your sex life is great. What are you talking about? It's like, I'm, I, it's in the, in the Sonoma community, the podcast is blowing up. We're getting messages every day from people saying, you're, I was about to, I was about to blow my brains out. Then I heard you guys talk about uh, Jackie Hollywood's sex life and how she talks about anal sex while eating filet mignon. And, 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 and it's this podcast is I'm passionate about it because after losing my Instagram page, I didn't lose the podcast. So we uh, we're going to we we're still gonna... have a life to live. We're still going to continue on. We're going to we're going to get your Instagram back. We're on a mission now. OK, our mission is to get your Instagram back to normal. I, I, I hope so. Um, but it's just weird being stuck in this limbo. It's like. My, not being able to log into my Instagram account. It's like a woodworker, a guy who's a woodworker. He, that's what he does for a living, but his hands, both of his hands are broken and he doesn't know if he'll ever be able to use his hands again. So he's just, so he's just staring at all this wood that he has to do, but he can't do any, he, all this wood that he has to turn into furniture and he can't do anything because his hands aren't working and he doesn't know whether or not his hands are ever going to work again. And that's kind of how I feel. So speaking of uh, wood, have you been on any dates lately? <laughs> <laughs> Have I been on any dates lately? I, uh, I haven't been on any dates lately. I, I like kind of reconnected with a girl, an amazing girl from my past from 2016. And we hung out, didn't get physical at all. Didn't kiss each other. We just talked and, um, we kind of like mentally had sex with each other, which is something that I want to do more of. I want to mentally have <laughs> sex with girls because then when you start to physically have sex with girls, it'll feel better. I mean, I, I don't know, just going straight to physical it's too animalistic. Like, saying hi how are you let's 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 talk for 30 minutes let's talk for an hour and then we're sucking face and i'm like grabbing and, and then i just turn into an animal and and i don't i don't really like that so i'm gonna just start mentally undressing these women that is that is what every woman wants to hear though because we want to get <laughs> we we want to get to know somebody first before we before we get down to business most of the time unless unless we're just out there having fun and we're drinking at the bar and whatever we don't care but yeah i think that I think that you'll have a lot of success that way. Cause like when you get to know somebody and you fall in love with the person that they are, or you think they're really interesting, um, it makes everything else feel so much better. Like everything right. else just works. 
Totally, totally. Um, but now that you don't have an Instagram, like they might, girls might not even want to talk to you. So <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the yeah, the Instagram, it was my dating app. Like it was. Okay. That's how I met my boyfriend on Instagram. I mean, so. yeah. It's how it's how so many people connect with each other. And we all want to say, oh, look, there's more to life than Instagram. And that's true. Kind of. There's TikTok. But- <laughs> I mean, you can use TikTok now to reach out to girls. Um, you know, speaking true. of TikTok, last time we talked about my viral video and you were your reaction to the fact that I got seven. It's at seven point something now. Your reaction was so funny. Um, but I have another video that's at, I think it's at 5 million now. Wow. So A different so like, video since then? A different video. Yeah, different video. Oh my God. Okay, I was actually thinking, I'm so proud of you because I followed your story and your journey and we've talked and you have been trying to get a job for years, to get a full-time job for years. And you know, you're qualified to get one, but even getting the interview is so hard, you know? It and doesn't you, work. It's yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> but your story, you said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to become, because you do have the skills, obviously to be a legit Hollywood reporter, but nobody's given you the chance. So you're doing it on your own and you became TikTok's Hollywood reporter. And that's going to start paying and the bills and guess what you're your own boss you don't have to work for a company and worry about what you say you are making you're gonna start making a lot of money off of this hollywood <laughs> report shit and it's i mean the sky is the <laughs> limit it's it's gotta feel awesome do you, it it feels really really like surreal and and great obviously having two videos go viral into the millions isn't yet like the you know paying my bills or doing anything crazy but it's a stepping stone and it makes me feel like it's possible because mm-hmm. before it didn't feel like it didn't feel like it was quite possible. And now I feel like, you know what, if I can do it, anyone can do it. You just have to be persistent and find your niche and post the things that make you happy and that are exciting, that is engaging and, right. and it'll work. And I, I do this thing now every single night when I'm going to sleep because I have trouble sleeping sometimes or like falling asleep. I have trouble mm-hmm. actually getting to sleep. Like I lay in bed and I, and I worry about literally everything from, from how many views I had to what I'm going to eat tomorrow to, to what I'm going to say to my, like, I just right. constantly worrying. So I, I started doing this thing that I saw on YouTube from this like meditation guru guy. Right. And he said that you want to visualize exactly where you want to be in life every night before you go to bed with your third eye. Do you know what a third eye is? It's like oh. a yoga term. <laughs> I know a it's like very eye. Lululemon of me, but like it, <laughs> It's, it's like right in between your eyes, that little like area of your forehead. And he basically said, if you just lightly like rub it, right? Oh my <laughs> God. You know, it's so, <laughs> the third eye thing is so funny because every time I hear someone say third eye, <laughs> I just, I just think about like the overly lyrical rappers, like with my, I see you with my third eye. And cause back in the day in the rap community, anybody who rapped about having a third eye, we were like, that guy's corny as shit. But now it's turned into like a, a self-help term and it's turned yeah. into like, like meditation and spirituality. And, and I, I've noticed that everybody who, who really taps into their third eye, which I still make fun of, but everybody who's tapped into it, I still don't really know what it is. But those are the people who are successful. And I'm tapping into manifest it. Ethan, shit. I am. You're, you're I'm manifesting. Yeah. So, so what? So yeah. Keep going. So basically, like, okay. So yeah, it's a it, third eye has been a, that term has been around for a long time in the meditation world. But I am just now. I'm like a beginner to it. I've been meditating for years, but not like consistently. I just do it when I feel really anxious, right? So I've been trying to do it consistently, but. 
it sounds harder than it is because all this part is at night is you just kind of put like a little bit of pressure right in with two, with your two fingers like in between your two eyes like where that like sort of soft juicy part in between your forehead is mm. to just to just to bring awareness to that part it's not actually you're not putting magical powers into your f- head that way right it's just right. to bring awareness that that part is like of you is opening up and then you think about Um, not just where you want to be in life, but you imagine yourself that it's actually already happening to you, that it's already happened. Like you are living that life. You don't just think, oh, I want to do that. You think I am doing it. So I go to sleep. I do a little rubbing of the third third eye. Hold on, Jackie Jackie Hollywood got two viral videos and now she's just... (laughs) She's just a guru on how to be successful and how to be a millionaire. She just I was I was rubbing my third eye before the second one went viral. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I I I thought of myself on a big stage with a big crowd all cheering me on. And then I actually all all cheering you on while you give reports about (laughs) Cardi B's new baby. And I, I had tears in my eyes in bed. I literally started, wow. like, was crying because it felt so real. I was like, I made it. I, even though I didn't, I felt like I made it in that moment. And wow. that if you do that every night, you A, you go to sleep really happy. Like you just fall asleep happy. B, your brain is now used to thinking in a positive way. And your brain is used to you feeling that way. So it's going to be easier for you to remain happy when you wake up. And it's just been making me feel really good every day. And it, people are going to say it's silly. I know, but like it, if it were, if it feels good, why not do it? It's not harming anybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same thing as uh, believing in God, like all these basketball players. How did you score 65 points and, and jump from the free throw line and dunk <laughs> because God and, and me, I'm like, yeah. really God, God wasn't with you in the gym, bro. You did that yourself. And they all praise God. But you know what? Even though it sounds silly to other people, if it works for you, then keep doing You just got to find what works for you as long as it's not hurting other people. I have a question. Now that you've got some success on the internet and you're becoming a TikTok sensation, has, has, it, <laughs> has it caused a riff in your relationship? Has your boyfriend noticed that you're a little bit too into yourself? Has he had to check you? <laughs> he is the most encouraging person in the world because when one video goes viral he's like don't stop now now is the time to keep pushing make the next one viral make the next one viral and every single day where is the conflict in your relationship i'm trying to i'm trying to instigate (laughs) some fights here we need drama jackie it's all perfect (laughs) no no nothing no no relationship on planet earth is perfect because everyone has habits that the other person gets annoyed with or somebody wants to do something and the other person doesn't i mean there's there's gonna be conflicts but the main thing is like uh does the person make you feel good Mm-hmm. most of the time, like wh- where's, where's the scale? You don't want a 50, 50. You don't want someone to make you feel good 50% of the time and make you feel shit 50%. That's not right, good. Right. Now, if someone makes you feel good 90% of the time and 10% of the time, maybe it's not the best thing in the world. Like you're winning, man. That is, right. that's amazing. There's no such thing as a hundred percent. There is not like, right. there's no fairy tale, whatever, but wow. every single day, I am getting encouraged and giving, I'm getting ideas on how to um, make my platform even bigger. And like, I can't Damn. ask for anything more than that, man. Cause that's so cool. Yeah. So like, it's, it's really nice to have that encouragement. Cause when you're on your own and you're trying to come up with ideas, like sometimes you have it, sometimes you get like this writer's block or right. whatever, you just can't. And then if someone else is like around you and helping you, then, then it, it, it feels good. But yeah. So right. TikTok, um, 
that's yeah, that's I great. Right, right. I and you know what? Shout out to your boy. I can't wait to meet your boyfriend and just give him a hug um, in 2025 <laughs> when we're allowed to hug people again. But but because he just seems like just a just a great guy. Because so many. I know so many people, uh, it's happened to me when I've been in a relationship and I started to get some success and some internet clout and admittedly it went to my head. And then the person I was dating, they, they started to like resent me for my success. And, um, because I think I was putting too much, I, I was putting too much attention into, into myself and I was like loving myself too much and not loving there's person. no such thing though because you're i know how you are and you're not you're not a narcissist you don't i just totally am a narcissist i am you Dude. don't know me that well jackie i am a, <laughs> my, my my best friend just told me the other day he was like i love you but you're one of the most narcissistic people I've really met. yeah I don't see that i don't get that from you i don't get that vibe from you and i feel like i'm good at reading people and i and when somebody across comes across that way to me i don't really want to associate myself with them but you just don't come across that way it's, to me it's 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 an interesting debate because I've heard someone say I've heard the the opinion anybody who is who is in entertainment and who is trying to make a living off of just selling themselves you have to be a narcissist I've heard that argument um, with me though like I'll I'll make a song and I'll listen to it a hundred times I don't need to listen to it a hundred times I listen to it a hundred times just because I love hearing myself and I love just like maybe sucking my own dick I don't know but like or maybe that I just absolutely normal though like you, you that's is, it, not is it though yeah because yeah I, because you're the artist you're creating right you want to hear it because you're proud of all the work you've put into it true I don't, I don't like I doubt you're listening to yourself thinking or maybe you are and and that, this is fine if you do like I'm literally the best thing that's ever happened to this planet earth and anybody's lucky to to be around me like when you think that way to that level and you don't care about anybody else that's a narcissist right. if you're I listen to my own songs over and over again too. I'm like, I made that. That's cool, man. I'm, that's, I'm proud of myself. That's a good like, point. I think a narcissist is someone because yeah, it's, and there's, there's a line, it's a difference. Like if you're an entertainer and you're, you're trying to sell yourself and you're, and you're making your music and you're, you're like, that's the thing. Like my friend has caught me listening back to the podcast and he was like, well, that's such a narcissistic thing to do. And he might be right. It's, it feels narcissistic, but really I listen back to the podcast. Um, to critique myself. I hear, I listen to this exactly. podcast and say, why the hell did you stutter so much there? You, you, that, that was a sentence. That was a, you said a whole paragraph that could have been one sentence. <laughs> it was all just fluff. Why did you use that word instead of that word? Like, like fucking like an English teacher critiquing an essay. That's how I am when I listen back to this podcast and it's hard. I, I hate it, but, um, I want us. I want us to be better and be the best in the world. So that's why I do that. No, so I love that. it. You you should you should critique yourself as an artist with whatever you do. Um, let me read to you what a narcissist what narcissistic personality disorder actually is, Ooh. and you can tell me if you think that you have this. Love I it. don't think you do, but you can tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. So a disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self importance. Narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men. <laughs> Duh. The cause is unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Symptoms include an excessive need for admiration, disregard for others' feelings, mm. an inability to handle any criticism, and a sense of entitlement. Okay. Meaning like everything you think you deserve anything, no matter who you hurt in this world, you are the best and you are like basically like Kanye West, like he yeah. thinks he's God and he deserves everything and he doesn't care who around him right. doesn't 
Yeah, you know, that to me, that's what that is. Like okay. very, very, so very. I would say I'm 20, because out of those four things you listed, one of those things is me to a T. I need admiration. I'm addicted to getting admiration on the internet and validation. So I'm 25% narcissistic. But the other thing, the entitlement, the disregard for other people's feelings. I mean, if I cry, um, if I cry about what other people are going through that I, I don't think you can be, I don't think narcissistic, narcissist, nar- narcissist, narcissistic <laughs> people cry about other people a lot. I just exactly. don't think they cry at all. 100%. So, and here's another thing. It doesn't say this on here, but I'm telling you that if you were actually one, you wouldn't admit to even um, needing admiration. You, they're, they're always in denial. They're like, I'm not like that. They, they don't, they wouldn't admit that you're sitting here saying, yeah, I like admiration. So mm-hmm. do I, man. Right. I like to be admired for my work. We all do all this, cre- all as creatives. We, we put stuff, something out into the universe. We want right. to get positive feedback. We don't always get it, but mm-hmm. we want it. That doesn't mean we don't care about anybody else around us. So totally. don't ever call yourself that because it's not true. You're all not right. one. Don't give Thank yourself you. a bad, a bad name. Cause it's not true. Cause I know you're a good person. Wow. Thank you. I feel like, what if I told you that I murdered somebody yesterday? I feel like you'd still say, you know what? You're still a good person, Ethan. People make mistakes. Yeah, you murdered a family, but you know what? You can get better because this, <laughs> you're so, you're like so encouraging. I love it. Um, Something I, else. I would probably say that to be honest, but yeah. <laughs> what, so what, what are some, what are some life updates besides the TikTok thing? I know we, we, we talk about that and a lot. And that's, that's a big thing that's going on, but anything else besides you being a TikTok star that you want to share with us? <laughs> um, you know, I just, that's kind of the main thing on my mind because like, I, it's not that I'm like, TikTok oh, I'm is life. TikTok yeah. But I want to, I want to build it into something. So I want cool. to just build that platform until, um, until I'm able to reach out to someone who works at TikTok to, and they can't say no to me because it'll just be too good to be true. So I'm just trying really hard to like build up this sort of look at what I do um, <laughs> narcissistically. Yeah. But other than that, um, life update, I'm trying to just like go outside more and just, mm. I don't know, try to try to. Okay. So my boyfriend yesterday tried to give me this challenge, right? So I said I would start tomorrow. Basically he said, okay, your phone's always in your hand, right? Yeah, it is. Cause that's just who I am. I'm always on my phone scrolling and whatever. He's like, okay. He's like, okay, if you are posting your own content, that is fine. Like mm. when you record your videos and you post them, mm. you should be on your phone. You should do that. He's like, I'm not discouraging that. You should definitely work on your phone and do all those things and, and be in touch with your family. A hundred percent. He's like anything else, like p- just picking up Instagram or TikTok and just scrolling through other people's. He's like, that's not doing you any justice. He it's said, only doing I'm you giving harm. you a challenge. Yeah. He said, what if you put your phone down and anytime you have the urge to pick up your phone and scroll, pick up a pen and a notepad and just write, whether it's song lyrics, whether you want to draw, whether you're, it's your thoughts for the day, wow. like just do that for a whole week, a whole week and see how you feel. I was like, all right, I'll start on Monday. So today I'm going to be on my phone all damn day just to get it out of the way. Just like when <laughs> no. you're, just like when you go on a diet, no, no when you, you go on a diet, you want to eat all the junk food in the world the day before you start so that you feel really sick and horrible and bad about yourself. And then the next day you can be good. So I feel like I need to, I need to binge binge scroll. And then tomorrow I'll be like, okay, I'm on a diet off of my phone. So- I thought, 
I thought you were going to say he was going to put a shock collar on you. And anytime he caught you scrolling <laughs> somebody's story, he would shock you like you're a fucking dog in training. That's more SN, that's, that's more SNMC. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll get into that, but <laughs> yeah, I just, I think that I'm just trying to like be not a better person. Cause I think I'm like a, a good person to other people, but I think I'm just trying to like be better for myself, like mentally and right stuff. So good. That's yeah. where I'm at. Nothing else is really that new or good for you. Um, I, yeah, I mean, speaking of self-help, I'm on a Fiji Fiji water cleanse, I guess. I drink four <laughs> liters of Fiji water a day, strictly because my favorite podcaster in the world, Tim Dillon, I see him drinking Fiji water and I want my brain to work like his brain does. Every time That's I listen- That's expensive. How, are you, how much are you spending, man, on Fiji? Well, you know, y- your boy gets a nice little paycheck weekly, but we don't need to get into that. But yeah, <laughs> and speaking of which, it might be all taken away because I make my money because I have a verified Instagram page so I can get people to agree to do reality shows because they're excited that a guy with a blue, I mean, there's so yeah. many reasons why, but anyways, um, so that's, that's what I've been doing. Just been dr- drinking a lot of water and you know what I've even had like three days into this Fiji water kick. I've had, I've been posting on TikTok, and, and this guy was like, yo, why do you look so healthy? And he didn't even know that I was on this Fiji water thing. So drinking like, overly hydrating yourself like drinking a shit ton of water is like the key to looking healthy and having good complexion and making and 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 that's what we want we want to this is LA we want to stay young we want to you got 45 year olds who look 28 and are playing high school te- high school students at 45 and I think it's it's not just the Botox or the plastic <laughs> surgery I think plastic surgery is the worst thing you could do to your face personally but I think it's it's hydration and it's not being a a, a narcissist it's treating people with respect <laughs> because the more here's the thing it's, it's it's one thing to be stressed out because you're working hard it's another thing to be stressed stressed out because you know that you're fucking other people over and you're being dishonest. I think that's what makes you age faster. People say Paul Rudd, how does he, he's 50 years old and he looks 28. I think it's, it's, it's a mixture of hydration and treating people with respect. Call me crazy. But I really think that if you constantly try to do the right thing, you will look young. So that's, that's my skincare routine to everybody out there. I love just, that. You're, just, you're glowing like a pregnant woman. Right. There is a glow. There's a thing like you could just tell like, oh, my God, uh, for for this dating show uh, that that we're casting, we interviewed a lady who was 38 years old and she looks and my boss, I'm going to get a raise for finding it. Like my boss was like, how does this girl, how is this girl 38? She's, she's beautiful. Her skin looks perfect. She looks 24, but like she, she's done. No, obviously hasn't done any work on her face and her whole life. She's dedicated to, to yoga, to meditation, spirituality. She eats healthy and this girl isn't getting Botox. The third eye, it's It's a, it's, it's a thing. Like, you know, self-care and uh, just being nice to people. So another thing that- just wait, uh, till I'm th- just wait till I'm 38, man. I'm about to look 24 as well. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love, yeah, you, you, I mean, you're 31 and you definitely look 30. So that's, you're doing great right now. <laughs> <I'm just talking laughs> <with you. laughs> um, so another thing, something heartfelt that um, happened in my life. This is, uh, this is, this is something. So like a week, a week ago from yesterday, Uh, my football coach in high school passed away from cancer and he was, you know, one of the best coaches I've ever had. He was just a staple in the community. So many people who grew up in Sonoma 
like say the reason I became a solid man is because of what Mr. Midgley taught me. He was a PE teacher, athletic director, football coach. He was hard on us, but he saw the best in every kid. Um, and I, I didn't even really, it's weird. Cause after somebody passes away, then you really reflect on their life. And then you, you're like, man, this, this guy really had an impact on my life. I wish that I thought about this while he was still alive so I could tell him. But um, yeah. So, so what I did was um, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I have a pretty, funny like a funny cool story about about my uh, experience with Mr. Midgley so I shared it on Facebook and it went like viral around pretty much everybody in Sonoma or who's ever lived in Sonoma read this story <laughs> and it was uh you know I, I was I was proud of it but it's just a testament to like how great of a person he was so if you don't mind I would love to read this story to yeah, you and we, could, we sure. could talk about you know we could talk about teachers and coaches who and just how how impactful they could be. So this is the the least dirty, vulgar podcast we've had so far. It's you know, very it's, spiritual, and I like I like it because I'm in a I'm a, I'm in a very spiritual mentality. I, today, I so love it, and you know, people. It. I don't want people to think that I'm just this horny guy who's talking about the OnlyFans and 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 these girls I'm banging. I th this week I have I've had no motivation <laughs> to go on any dates. I I haven't even got one boner. This have you ever had that? Like just had no sex drive, and then you question if you're asexual, and then. I actually was talking to a friend. I promise we're going to talk about like, give this heartfelt <laughs> speech about my football coach who passed away. But, but for now we're going to talk about how I haven't had a boner all week. And I just want to say <laughs> I was with my friend and he was like, yo, E-Money, I got gay friends. My cousin's gay. It's, it's cool if you're gay, because I was like, we were talking about vaginas. And I personally said, I don't, I think a vagina kind of looks nasty when when I'm not horny, when I just see a vagina, it doesn't turn me on. And then he thought I was gay for it. And then I tried to like explain it to him. And he was like, nope, dude, just come out of the closet right now. We'll still love you. So then I started to question my sexuality a little bit. And then I hung out with my friend yesterday and I was like, okay, um, I'm going to lean in to kiss my friend who's a man. I'm going to lean in to kiss him. And, and, then, and then after kissing him and like rubbing him up for a little, that's how I'll determine whether or not I'm gay. So I made out with my friend. No, this is a lie. I didn't do it. I knew it. I was literally like, what? I, no, seriously. Well, the whole time I thought you were, it was, you were absolutely serious. And then when you said you leaned in, I was like, no, I feel like, I feel like that didn't happen, uh, <laughs> but yeah. if it did, I would absolutely support you in, in finding out who you are. I would be here for you 100%. And I would <laughs> I, I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, me being gay wouldn't make you want to not be my friend anymore. You're such a good person. <laughs> <laughs> in but, fact, I'd probably like you even more. Oh, so. totally. Everybody, gay people are, um, I actually want to, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give the, let's get back. Cause I do want to talk about, um, homosexuality. Cause I, I have, I have some thoughts about it. Good thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not a bigot. Um, but, um, I, I really, cause I have a lot of gay friends and I've, I've interviewed a lot of, a lot of gay people and I've, I've made, a um, an assumption I've, I've made, I have some thoughts on those types of hypothesis. <laughs> yes. And, and it's, it's good thoughts. Don't worry. But okay. So back to my football coach, football coach, just active in the community. And he really dedicated his entire life just to making sure that everybody he taught every kid he came in contact with would just be a better person. Just, just, just grow up to be, cause that's the thing when you're raising high school kids and you're in contact with high school kids, you're not raising the person that they are. You're raising the person they're going to be later in life, you know, mm -hmm. and those teachings from my teacher, from my parents, they live with me today. Like people really underestimate how important um teachers are 
just for, for communities and just in general. So, um, so Mr. Midgley passed away. So I'm going to, so I wrote something on Facebook and I just want to read it right now. And uh, yeah, so your eulogy for this Mr. is my Midgley. eulogy for, for my football coach. You should wrap it. Away. You should turn it into a song. Did you really just ask hear. me to rap? I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can that it. would be the cringiest, worst. I'm not. I'm going to pretend you didn't. We're just going to move past that. The dumbest idea you've ever had. All right. I'm full of them. You can't, you can't win them all. So um, I, this is the speech I gave or the eulogy I wrote to my football coach, Mr. Midgley. So it starts like this. So, sophomore year right no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what if I really uh, sophomore year of high school Mr. Midgley was my football coach I was a 15 year old drunk idiot who thought it would be a good idea to steal the garbage can in front of his house at 1 a.m on a Saturday night me and my uh, two friends took his garbage can threw it in his neighbor's yard and ran away thinking we were hilarious the ruckus woke him up which prompted him to jump on his bike and chase us down I vividly remember him right behind us yelling you dumbasses aren't gonna outrun me on a bike especially not when it's midgley on the bike his calves were huge like the biggest calves you've ever seen um he stopped us and told us how he woke up his kids who were now crying we caused a ruckus he didn't call our parents though he didn't get us in trouble he just basically told us to be better humans being that he was my football coach at the time i tried my best to hide my face while he was yelling at us knowing that any coach would kick a player off the team would get a kid suspended for doing shit like that so um i went to practice on monday thinking I dodged a bullet, you know, thinking that he didn't know it was me. So then in front of the entire team, he said, Hey guys, I think Ethan has no idea that I know it was him who took my garbage can on Saturday night and woke up my kids. You should have seen him try to be sly and hide his face. <laughs> Everybody, including me laughed about the situation. Um, I apologize. I got my balls busted for the rest of the season from the players, but was able to stay on the team. He cracked that one joke about it, but he never mentioned it again. What, a, what an awesome dude. So, um, that season, I got injured halfway through, got injured halfway through the season because karma's a bitch. But, um, but then I became, you know, one of the best water boys in SVHS his history. I took pride in keeping the team hydrated while saying cheesy motivational things to the players. So at the big banquet at the end of the season, as Coach Midgley was giving everyone their trophies, at, he told me to stay on the stage after he gave me mine because he had some words to say about me. So at this point, I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to tell 300 people about the garbage can thing. He's been saving this <laughs> the whole season. Here we go. I'm about to get humiliated. I was like, because Midgley's got a great sense of humor. So I was like, here we go. So it turns out he actually gave a heartfelt speech about how after I got injured, I could have easily just checked out, but instead I became an awesome water boy whose positive attitude helped boost the team's morale. To this day, that speech is one of the coolest things anyone's ever done for me. Not only did he not kick me off the team for basically vandalizing his house while drunk, but he ended up giving a freaking speech about how good of a water boy I was. Um, you know, a lot of kids who grow up in Sonoma end up being great men and women. People like Mr. Midgley are the reason for that. He's what every coach, every teacher, and every athletic director should strive to be. R.I.P. Midge, we love you. Beautiful. I love that. That was a great story. That actually, that I don't know him at all, but that makes me, that makes me like him. I'm like that. That's a good person right there. That's that. Yeah. He, he was, was a good guy. He was, he was so good. So then, um, th so 
you know, people shared that around and, and everybody, I mean, when, when people die, it's common. People say good things. I've never seen someone die and have this many people say so many positive things about any, like anybody that I've known who's passed away. This guy was that strong of a community figure. Um, so then, so what they're doing is they're building a new field in Sonoma, a new stadium. So I started a petition to name the field Midgley Field because I just think we got to do it. I started it last night. It already has 1,700 signatures. Wow, which is, that's, that's a great idea. I feel like there's no reason that they wouldn't. They should. They absolutely should do that. They should. I'm just scared that like some some like rich fucker who's like funding the thing wants it to right. be named after him. It's going to be like, called Zuckerberg Field. <laughs> That's definitely or like Musk, Elon Musk lawn. Oh my god! Or like or or like a Elon. Company. It'll or, be called E and then L A W N because there's grass. Don't Elon give him any ideas, Jackie. <laughs> oh man, that was that was a really um a really nice speech there. I, I thought Thank it was you. it was like straight to the point, funny, but also it made an impact, and you could tell like he's really made an impact on your life. So R I P, totally. Mr. Midgley. And yeah, and, and it's, it's a, I think the moral of the story is, um, you know, when I was being that cheesy water boy running, I didn't think anybody really noticed me, you know, because I wasn't playing on the field. I wasn't scoring touchdowns. I was just fucking making sure everybody was getting hydrated. But the fact that he noticed how good of a job I was doing. And he gave a speech about it. And then that speech stuck with me. Like later, anytime I got sad or I got discouraged, I kind of like, replayed his speech and remembered all these nice things and these positive things he was saying about me even when I was in college and I and it reminded me you know what I am a good person I could turn this around you know what even though I cheated on my girlfriend with her friend and even though everybody at college hates me and even though I'm, I'm about to get kicked out of the dorms Mr. Midgley said I was a good water boy so I just I remember that and it's just so important to tell people while they're still alive, if they've made a positive impact on your life, tell them. I know it's uncomfortable. It's kind of weird sometimes. It's not normal to just randomly reach out to someone and say, hey, I just want to let you know. I mean, it should be normalized, but it doesn't happen. Yeah, it should. And that, and that person, the person on the other end, w there's no way they're not going to love that. Like they're totally. going to, it's going to make, it's going to definitely make their day at the least. It might make their week, their month, their year, it might make their life. You never know what someone's going totally. through. And if you tell somebody that they impacted your life, maybe they're going through a depression. Maybe they're going through a divorce, mm. right? Or maybe they're going through some, uh, an illness and you tell them that, how good do you think their mood's going to get like in that moment, right? Totally. So you should absolutely always tell everybody that. And that also makes you not a narcissist again, because a narcissist wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, I'll just be a water boy for the, they'd be like, what? I'm the best player on this team. You better put me back on. You know, you just accepted what you were given with good right. faith and you going. So thank you. I appreciate that. Did you, who, who was your like favorite teacher or coach growing up? Um, well, I won't say any coaches because I, I, as you can tell, I'm not a very athletic person. I'm not, <laughs> I was never like a sports person. Um, I, the, I had, I would say one teacher that probably made the biggest impact on me was actually one of our professors in college. Um, and it was my radio. It was my radio professor. Shout out to Jeff Jacoby. Um, oh, we're, still, we're still friends. We're still friends on Facebook and, and we talk every once in a while. Sometimes I'll email him or he'll email me. Um, he was so funny. He was so smart. He is, um, not was, because he's still alive. <laughs> um, he, 
he always encouraged me whenever I did. That's when I started radio and I kind of got into it in college. And anytime he would like listen back to my, my shows and stuff, he would encourage me and he would tell me how good I was. And, and he, before that class, I actually didn't think I was ever going to do radio. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be on the radio. That wasn't my plan. I was going to just go straight to TV, but taking his class made me fall in love with radio. And because of that, I got my first job in radio and and he's one of the so yeah, I, I think he's like that person for me. He's always, he, he got, I think about him sometimes and I'm like, what a cool guy. What a good guy. <laughs> it's so, and I, I actually have been meaning to ask you, that's really cool um, about Jeff Jacoby and, uh, but I've been meaning to ask you about working in radio because you were an on air, you were like a live on air host for 99.7, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was on air. I mean, I, my, my actual title at that station was assistant producer. So I was doing a lot of the middleman work. So basically between on air and the the interns, I was kind of, and the producer, I was kind of like trying to help run the show behind the scenes, but I did have my segments. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. God. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had my, my segments that I did. I did traffic reports. I did what's trending. I talked about celebrity gossip and stuff. So yeah, mm. that was fun. That's so what's like the biggest fuck up you ever, you ever had while working? Did you ever like accidentally drop an F-bomb while on air? Did you ever say the wrong thing? Say the wrong, give out the wrong concert tickets? Like what what was your biggest fuck up? Of course. So I will say that one thing I have not ever done is swear accidentally. I'm really good at that because I don't swear a lot in real life anyway. Mm. Um, I just like, like, I don't really say, oh, fucking this, fucking that. That's just not really me. So it's easy for me not to swear. Um, I've, I've witnessed other people do that, by the way. And for that reason, there is a, there's something called a dump button. So if you accidentally swear, say the wrong thing, you press this big red button on the board and it oh. deletes immediately, like the last 15 seconds, because um, oh. there's a delay. You're not 100% live. It's like almost live. So it just deletes that. And then the sentence sounds a little bit jumbled and weird, but that word is now gone. Um, some, something that I did when I was working at a radio station in Phoenix, cause I moved to Phoenix for a few months and oh. I was on a, on a station out there. Right. Um, I, I, so we were talking about a really serious subject and it was about, um, it was about, de- we were talking about de- some depression or suicide, like kids Wait, committing suicide. You were talking about kids committing suicide on like, a, as, as you're like about to play a Bruno Mars song, like before we well, play I this was- Bruno Mars song, remember <laughs> depression is real. <laughs> No, it's a bit different because I, on that show, it was a morning show as well. We had, um, sometimes we had like 10 minute talks about something mm. before we went into a song and they were actual stories, not just celebrity stories, but stories in the news that were big deals. And I don't remember what the story was, but it had something to do with like, um, young kids have been like committing suicide or getting bullied. Right. So it was a story about that. And then, you know, me, I always mean, well, like I always try to say the right thing and do the right thing. What I said didn't come out the way that I wanted it to. I, I don't remember exactly the words I used, but it was along the lines of saying like, I was saying something like, well, if somebody is committing suicide, that means that they're probably depressed, which is, you know, a mental illness. Like when Mm. you're, so they need, so those people need to somehow seek treatment, um, so that it doesn't get to that point. Cause it is, it, it is a mental, a mental illness when you are severely depressed, like right. that's okay. It's just like having cancer or having diabetes. Like it's, it's an illness, right? You need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying how their parents should watch out. And I guess the words I use, it just didn't come out right for whatever reason. And yeah, I was getting Freudian calls. Slip. You were getting calls. Yeah, man. I was getting calls saying like, 
I was insensitive and I shouldn't be saying that it's a mental illness or like, I don't know. I had some parents call me that were like, that's really, and I was like, I meant it in the most sensitive way. I meant it in the most like respectful way. And I was like, if you only knew who I was as a person, you would believe what I'm saying. But, but then I felt like, oh man, I just thought, oh, I shouldn't have said it. Like I shouldn't have said it at all. Um, So every now and then you kind of say something and people interpret it wrong. And, you know, then there's cancel culture and all that. Like I didn't get it that bad. But I was worried. I was like, oh my God, people are going to think that I'm making fun. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just trying to like open up a conversation. And um, it sucks when it's live. You know, we're on this podcast. It's technically not live because we're going to post it later. Had I said something, you could technically delete it, Mm. even though we don't do that. We just air everything as it is. Mm -hmm. But when you're on the radio, there's no such thing. You you just say it and people hear it. And that's that's what it is. Um, I didn't get in trouble, by the way, with my boss or anything because he didn't think I said anything wrong. It was just a couple of like, me oh. like angry parents calling in i mean it's it, it's it's like depression and suicide that's so close that's like really personal with a lot of people and um yeah i know and yeah. then when when actually when when truly depressed people hear other people talk about depression who aren't depressed who like are bubbly like you and you're you know i feel like you're not a depressed person maybe i'm wrong maybe you secretly like listen to evanescence alone in your room and your boyfriend hasn't seen you in days i don't know maybe this whole thing is a fucking facade but you don't come across like a a a depressed person so i mean um i could i could see that but also people just need to understand when you're when you're when you're talking live and and you know you're just kind of going off the cuff not everything you say is going to be worded perfectly you're going to have a few freudian slips and people need to just understand that it's like imagine if uh so that's why like i i like to so what did you learn what 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 was your biggest learn what did you take away from that experience um i just figured like okay next time there's a really serious topic i before i actually speak i have this problem in real life anyway where i speak before i think every thought that comes to my head it is out of my mouth with before it even fully processes in my head that's how i am in real life so i was like okay next time i'll process it uh, like for a second before i say it to make sure it comes out right but that doesn't mean it's going to come out right Right next time I might say something. Oh, I have another example. This one's not as serious, but one time on the radio, I said, made a comment about, about, I can't believe kids think Santa Claus is still real. And apparently wow. that was a horrible thing to say. And I didn't realize that because I don't even, I'm Jewish. I don't celebrate Christmas. I didn't oh. realize what a horrible thing that was to do. Oh, and man. I got in, in trouble, not in like horrible trouble. It was just the, hey, don't ever say that again because parents will get really mad at you. Did they, if did they jump in the car? Did they dump it? As no, soon? no, no. They didn't dump it because you all, you only use dump if you say a swear word. Like that's uh, the rule. Um, anything well, say, else? Is saying like, that Santa Claus is fake is worse than a swear <laughs> word. I think. I can't. Yeah, I said it, and this was years ago, and they were just like, "Bruh, don't do that. Like that's not man. cute because people are gonna be mad." So that's like a less serious example. But uh, I'm just being myself, man. I just talk. I say what I say. What the things that come into my mind, right. and I just say them out loud. And if they hurt people's feelings, it's, it's I'm not purpose it's not intentional you know and that's and here's the thing having a job where you just talk for a living talking is fun people go to the (laughs) bars they the way people blow off steam is they have a beer and talk to each other that's the that's that's america's pastime is conversation and if you're getting paid to have a conversation you should feel lucky and you know that's one of the sacrifices we have to make you know is that 
we're going to piss some people off with our words and we're going to have to deal with uh, the pushback. Here's one of the biggest screw ups I've, since we're talking about work screw ups, this story is insane. Like I almost a very successful marketing company. I almost single-handedly took the whole company down because of one Facebook post. So um, oh, man. I was, I, I was 22 <laughs> first job out of college. I was 22 years old and I worked for a dental marketing company. So it was my job to just make uh, Facebook, posts for dentists and oral surgeons around the world. It was the worst job and worst job ever. Like it sucked. I had to just write about how important it is to floss. Meanwhile, I don't fucking floss or dental. <laughs> like I would have to like write in-depth blog articles about dental implants and veneers. And it was horrible. <laughs> Literally the that worst. That does not sound like something you would enjoy at oh, all. Terrible. So, um, so one day, you know, I, I wanted to get, I, I got sick of the same shit. So I, I, I wanted to get a little bit creative. So there was a, um, a de- uh, uh, there was a, a dentist in, uh, a dentist in Kansas, I think, or Kentucky. And he went by Dr. Farmer. So um, I, w- I had the bright idea to be like, you know, cause it was around the time of March madness and basketball March madness was popping. I knew that Kentucky's a huge college basketball state. So I'm like, all right, without, I'm going to, I'm going to make a post about March madness and they're going to love it and whatever. So it turns out that from the 1992 Kentucky championship team, there's a player with the last name farmer so I, I drew that connection. I was like, Oh my God, a player on the championship team named farmer has the same, um, has this, has the same, uh, you know, last name as the dentist I'm posting about. So I'll make that connection in this post and everybody's going to love it. So I'm like, so I posted a photo of the 1992 basketball player, Ricky farmer. And I was like, in the post was like, is every, how excited is everybody for March madness? Do you think, do you think Ricky farmer is Dr. Farmer's long lost brother? Who knows, you know, <laughs> thought, thought that would be creative. And I didn't even get there. I didn't even read out to get their approval which is a huge no-no you have to get their approval but i was like ah they're gonna love this fuck it nobody they don't even read the shit for approval anyways we're just gonna go live with it so i went live with it on their facebook page it turns out the ricky farmer who i compared the fucking doctor farmer to was like a a a child molester a serial child molester one of the most hated people in the state (laughs) of kentucky for like i mean his criminal back Round after winning that championship in 92 was one of the craziest things you'll ever see on the internet. So we post it 10 minutes after my boss, every single person at the company is like, who the fuck posted that for Dr. Farmer? He's losing his mind. Dr. Farmer wrote, writes an email to my boss saying, I am in <laughs> shock right now. How dare you guys compare me to a child molester everybody in the community is is mad at me and threatening to never see me for their oral surgery ever again i i don't even know what to do right now the you should have seen the office every single person stopped working and was like literally shook over the situation they were like oh my we all thought that he was going to sue we we thought he was going to sue the company and take it down turns out we we ended up giving him a bunch of free work my boss came in and was like it was it was the worst one of the worst days of my life luckily i like two days before that i had given my two weeks notice so i didn't they were probably going to fire me but i was going to leave anyways so wow and that was just an innocent mistake it's not like you were doing it on purpose but sometimes an innocent mistake will cost you a job man a whole job 
if it's that bad, that's pretty like, it's that's bad. pretty bad. That's yeah, pretty, that's so, a lot worse than what I, than telling kids Santa Claus isn't real. Oh. Guess what? They're going to find that out. They're going to find that out soon anyway. But um, hopefully there's no five-year-olds listening to this podcast right now and just burst their bubble. Um, right. But yeah, yeah yours it is was, pretty bad. It was, <laughs> it, it was, it was bad. I think every single job that I've ever had, I've made a, I've been like a, a good employee, I great energy in the office. And then I just get a little too creative and don't, uh, and forget about getting approval and forget about the rules or forget about the protocol. I just go live with something and then make a stupid decision. And then it costs me everything you know what that, that means, I work though? for. What? what that means, in my opinion, is that you, like me, are not meant to work for somebody. You are meant yes. to work for yourself uh, because we just want to put our thoughts and ideas out there. We're yes. not meant for the corporate world. We're not meant we, for the nine to fives. Right. Like those are for people that just want to have a job and make money. Um, or maybe someone's really passionate about theirs, which is fine. But me and you just aren't like we're not passionate about that type of life. And yeah. So, yeah, that's True. all that means. That's why you've that's why you've messed up and said a bunch of crazy stuff and we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's 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 sad when you work in an office setting and you're surrounded by people who they're not working to move up. They're not trying to move up in the company and they have no nothing going on on the side. Literally all they're doing is working to not get fired and to just get a paycheck. They don't care how much the paycheck is. They just want to and that's like most people in America are, are working just to get a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Which is like saddens me. Cause, cause, cause there's so many things to do in life that you might enjoy more than what you're doing now. So if anyone's like, if anyone's at work or listening to this on their way to work or after work, and you're just thinking, man, I have to do the same mundane thing every day. And I'm just not really happy. Think about what are your hobbies? Like write down right. a list of five things you love, right? It could be knitting. I don't care, like whatever it is. And, and find out how you can turn one of those into potentially your job one day. Just, just you, Here's the thing is when you have a hobby, you have to do it all the time. You have yeah. to constantly do it and put it out there. Otherwise the world's not going to know about it. And then the world will never accept you as that. So yeah, just don't be miserable at your, at your dead end jobs. Like it's, yeah. you have one life. You're not going to live 10 lives where you can become a, a musician or a, or an astronaut later uh, on, on your, in your, in your eighth life. You have to do yeah. it now. You literally, yeah. if you want to be an astronaut and you're 45 right now and you're working at, and you're a car salesman and you'd rather be flying into the moon, guess what? You can go to, you can go to space school. You can figure it out and you can become an astronaut. Right. And the thing is now people talk shit about social media, which they should, but social media has helped so many people quit their jobs and become self-employed, become a knitter and sell it on Etsy, become a woodworker in their garage and start selling shit online and then become a self-employed person and be their own boss and then starting their own company. It's because of the internet. So I think you know, we, we could look at it two ways. Yes, social media, it rots people's brains, but also it has helped. It has empowered so many people to do to get paid to do what they love. So um, just just keep that in mind. Like if you're really good at something, you will you can and will get paid for it on the Internet. If you're really good at dishing out the tea about Kanye West 
and, <laughs> and, and, and you have good camera presence and you really care about what's going on in, in Hollywood, then maybe you could just talk about it on the internet and guess what? You can get paid for it. So if anybody out there has a dead end job that they're not happy at, you're never ever trapped unless you tell yourself you're trapped. Remember that there's the worst feeling ever in, in life is feeling trapped is feeling like you're working for a job that, and, and this is the end of the road for you. And then in the word, and then you have other people telling you at the job, like, I've been here for 20 years. It's, you know, it's not my dream, but it puts the roof over my head. Oh, and I think oh, I'm those are the worst. Oh, and the then worst. and then people tell you, you know what? It, it might be rough now, but just give it five years. <laughs> give it five years at this company and you'll be making five dollars an hour more. You get a little bit more vacation time and benefits and then you'll be not you won't be depressed you'll just be semi-depressed like that's really what people <laughs> strive for in these companies so don't don't let them get the best of you i just love i love seeing someone quit their job to to do what they love to do full time it's inspiring i've literally quit every job i've had and i and i've the longest i've been at one particular job was about 2 years and that was my radio station in san francisco the the one we talked about where i said santa claus wasn't real or whatever but um i like every time i got a job after that whether it was a radio job whether it was just like a sales job whether it was um i worked in at pr for advertising for a little bit um i worked for at the uber headquarters um for a little bit um i've like i just can't i can't stay long because i i'm like this isn't me this isn't what i want to do mm. and i'm not going to fall for the trap of oh just be here for 5 years and you'll get health insurance and oh. you'll get vacation time like I look, I'm struggling out here because I don't have the insurance. Like I, I've had a cough, by the way, it's not COVID because I've had this weird cough for like a really long time, like weeks, and it's just not going away, but I feel absolutely fine otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I think it has something to do with my acid reflux that I've been dealing with. But anyways, I can't mm -hmm. even go see a doctor about it. Like mm -hmm. I don't have insurance here. So what do I do? I'll just die in my room. But guess what? I'll die happy because I'm doing what I love every day. So that's the moral of the story. Oh my God. What a note. <laughs> even, even if you die, even if you die young because you didn't have benefits, it's still better than having a job with benefits and living when you're dead on the inside the entire time. So yeah. And everybody, you need to get, I want to live. <laughs> yeah. We all want to live. And my parents always get on me because I don't pay for health insurance. And I always make the joke like Geico this year, I saved $2,400 by switching to not having health insurance and you know it i i truly i'm one of those hippies and it's probably gonna you know come back and bite me in the ass and maybe kill me later but if i get sick i'll just like read some articles and drink tea and maybe Web go through MD. days for a <laughs> don't little do, bit don't do that and because I, I personally think that if i go to a doctor's office when I'm sick, they're just going to tell me some shit that I could have read on the internet or seen on YouTube or TikTok. <laughs> so, and then if they give me oh, fucking, TikTok. and then if they, oh, TikTok, so many people learn shit on TikTok. My sister learned how to train her dog because of TikTok videos. And my dog went from being the worst dog that she was almost just going to throw in a kennel or throw in a goddamn trash like Brenda's baby. But the, the but the, <laughs> the, but the dog and is now the most well-behaved dog you've ever seen. And it wasn't because she was paying for dog trainers it was because of tiktok videos so wow. tiktok is a great educational tool i mean people would have it never is, known actually. people would have never known about cardi b's baby if it weren't for you so now somebody at a water cooler at a job that they fucking hate can seem cool for 10 seconds because they saw jackie <laughs> hollywood's hollywood report so you're doing shit for people okay 
Yeah, man. Oh, I feel you, good. Thank you. you. I feel good about myself now. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I'm sorry. I know people want us to talk about raunchy sex stuff and but like I said, I didn't have a boner the entire week. This morning, you know, I, I normally do my little masturbation session Sunday before the podcast. I couldn't even get it up. I have no urge to. And it's fine. Don't feel that weird. Absolutely you- fine. Like I- you who said that you need to feel that way every day? Like there's no rule that says you're not a healthy person if you don't feel like you want to do that every day. Like you just be you just yeah, I feel like today's, um, you always say that this uh, is like a therapy session, right? This podcast, right. but today, I feel like today might've been one for other people too. Cause we talked about like really positive things, yeah. positive vibes. So totally, that's okay. And- we can have one podcast. That's just like really not like the others. Well, and another thing is like, because I don't have access to my own Instagram, I got a bunch of messages from people last night with crazy dating stories that we were going to read, but I can't access them. I mean, I got some crazy I stories. I wish I took screenshots if I would have just known, you know, that it was, it was done. And my mom even told me a crazy dating story, which I want to save for next time, because hopefully by <laughs> next week, I'll, I'll have my Instagram back. We'll laugh at it. I'll have all my posts back and we'll read the stories that you guys sent us. Um, if not, then I'll just start over and then uh, I'll try to be a TikTok guy and just <laughs> do, do cringy dances. That is the cringiest. When I see somebody 23 plus doing a, a, a TikTok dance and they have no camera presence, it is so, so uncomfortable for me to watch. Like when I see... <laughs> Just people who I've worked with or who, who I've known who, who have just always wanted to be behind the scenes. TikTok just it just encourages people to just do dances in front of the camera and they look so silly. But hey, if, if they're having fun, I'm not knocking them. I'm just my opinion is that they look really fucking really yeah, bad. The thing is, I think that I think that people think that, oh, how do I get famous on TikTok? Well, the most famous teenagers right now, what they're doing is dancing. So let me try it. But what they don't realize is like, that's not your niche. And that's not also mm. your target audience of your age or your group of people. They don't want to see that. So mm. basically like what you're doing is you're doing like little rants, right? You, you like right. to rant on TikTok and to do these little comedy sort of um, monologues. And mm-hmm. they, you, you might've not blown up there yet, but it's working for you. It's your Thank thing. You. It, I, I feel like when someone goes to your page, it's cohesive. It looks like you, that's your thing. And that's, mm. what's going to get you uh, people, right? If you yeah. started just dancing, like, mm. I, I mean, Hey, maybe you never know. You could try one and see yeah. what happens, but, but that's not like you, you thing, obviously, so. you obviously haven't seen me dance at one Oak. <laughs> it's, it is bad white boy dance i've been i've been kicked out of clubs because my dancing made people uncomfortable so dancing so maybe would not... you should actually dance on tiktok because it's so yeah. bad that it's gonna go viral for being horrible well and here's the thing like tiktok is not people there's a misconception about tiktok that it's only for 16 year olds no there are 40 year olds thriving on tiktok people need to understand that like when I'm you're almost 20... 40 and i'm thriving <laughs> right look at you yeah pr- prime example i thought you were 40 every time i'm like oh i forgot you were 31 i thought you were 52 but no i uh, <laughs> If you're interesting, when you're 28 years old and you're on TikTok, what you have that a 16 year old doesn't have is you have stories, you have life experience, and you have intelligence. Use that to your advantage. Don't play a 16 year old's game. That's like fucking. That's like instead of that's like you know being a varsity football player, but saying you know what I want to play with a middle school team. You know I you you, you look <laughs> that sounds, silly. That sounds a little. 
pedophilia i don't know the right word for that but it's it's yeah what is pedophilistic sounds a bit pedophilistic but i'm gonna use that word from now on um that's hey that's the name of that's the name of episode six it sounds pedophilistic Let me Google it and see if it's actually a word, but I, I honestly don't think so. Pedophilistic. Oh my God. It is. No, it's on Urban Dictionary. So I guess uh, some people. Wow. Are I am impressed. Urban Dictionary. I am impressed. But it's not in the real dictionary, so it's not. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying, though. Find the thing that like works for you. Now, if you're uh, if you're listening and you have no interest of of being a TikTok star or or being an internet celebrity, then disregard everything we're saying because if right. you just want to go on there and post something for fun and it happens to be a dance, then great, just do it. But if you're trying to actually build that platform to potentially be your job or your bill payer, uh-huh. um, that's definitely not the way to go. I want to do a whole podcast of like marketing, like. I'm look, I'm, I don't know all the answers, right? I'm still growing. I'm still figuring it out. I have not made it yet, but I've figured out ways to at least see some kind of success. I almost want to do like a whole podcast on how to market yourself online. And, and like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, it just seems like it's a subject that I enjoy. Like I enjoy talking about it. Totally. And here's another thing is, uh, it's okay to not try to be a TikTok star. I think too yeah, many, man, I think too many people are trying to make it on TikTok. And look, it's I, and I feel like people just feel pressured to post. And oh, my friend got famous on TikTok, and now he's making money, so now I should do it too. No, the world needs more doctors and scientists. The world needs less TikTokers. It's okay <laughs> to not be. It's okay to be on the app and just watch other people's TikToks. You know, Absolutely. I feel like you can just don't troll, <laughs> but it, it, yeah, don't be a troll, but it enables people because if you post 10 times, 20 times on TikTok, chances are one video is going to go semi-viral. And then you're going to just think, oh my God, I'm a TikTok influencer now. This is my job. And then you just have all this pressure to continue to post. And I, th- that's a, that's a bad, uh, I think that's a bad thing for people who don't really want to be a TikToker or an entertainer. Like TikTok has has turned so many people into entertainers who never ever thought that they would be entertainers before. And it's really cool, <laughs> but um it's okay to just be a consumer. Not everybody needs to be a creator. We need more consumers. We have way yeah, too many creators. Yeah. So um, <laughs> stop fucking stop stop competing against us. Stop fucking giving us a run for our <laughs> stop money. Stop taking my views away. Stop, exactly. Stop it. Don't make any content so I can win. <laughs> we want to discourage everyone. TikTok is lame. Go back to having conversations with friends and going on hikes and go back to metal, medical school. Damn it. 10 years ago, I was the only one of my friends who was putting content out on the internet and people thought it was so cool. Now Every single one of my friends is putting shit out, trying to blow up on the internet. I just, I'm not cool anymore. <laughs> now you don't even have an Instagram. So <laughs> um, so anyway, speaking of that, so if people want to send us their dating story, since you cannot log into yours, just you guys should send it to the delete my podcast number. Yeah, um, delete d- my podcast number. Just DM it number. there for now. So What? Did I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> delete my podcast um, DM Instagram. I'm, I think that this has been going on for a long time and I'm having a brain fart, but send yeah. your date stories to delete my number on Instagram. Um, and then yeah, hopefully Ethan gets his Instagram back yeah. and we can all be happy and thrive and then follow me on TikTok. It's Jackie Hollywood. It's Jackie Hollywood <laughs> and shameless plug. <laughs> uh, but, um, and I just want to say something heartfelt. I had a really, really rough morning. Um, 
because of the Instagram thing, but talking to you, it reminded me that there's, there really is more to life than just your social media, having, having good friends and having good conversations is what it's all about. So thank you for no, I mean, being verified is really important too, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I, uh, I'm happy that it made you feel better. And, um, if you do get your Instagram back and everything goes back to normal, you got to help me get that blue check mark next to mine. We're going to, we're going to do it. We just have to, you just have to have somebody write an article. That's what you need. You have, you have to have somebody write an article about, about you have to write, somebody just needs to write an article about how Jackie Hollywood is taking over the TikTok Hollywood gossip market. One article, and then you're, you'll be verified. All right, if there's you already have writers enough. out there that would like to write an article about me in the LA Times or the New York Times um, or on MTV, then hit me up and we'll get that done. <laughs> the, the, the blue check mark comes when you least expect it, I'll tell you that much. But Jackie, it's been fun. Thank you guys for listening. Keep sending us your dating stories or just any notes, any thoughts you have at the Delete My Number podcast Instagram. We will be back next week. Hopefully I'm in a better mood. I apologize for being insanely angry but I don't apologize because you would be angry too if all of the work that you've done over the last 10 years was just ripped from you because a fucker in Turkey wanted to scam people I am I hate the country Turkey because of this guy I was gonna I was gonna fly to Turkey and get my hair transplant surgery I was gonna help the I was gonna drop 10,000 did it really yeah, he went to he went he went to Turkey. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, everybody goes to Turkey to get their hair transplant. I was gonna do it. If girls can get fake boobs, I can get fake hair. I don't give a shit. And you know what? I don't think I'm I just I'm scarred by that country because of this fucker. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'll go there and try to find him and just and just call him a meanie to his face. That's like all I'd have the balls <laughs> to do. I wouldn't I wouldn't punch him. I wouldn't I wouldn't go carry underwood on him and Cause I drew my name into the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Carrie Underwood. Right, well, well, this has been fun. I could do this all day, but we got it. We got to go. I, I'm sure nobody's listening anymore. If you are, then shout out to you, but um, we'll see you guys next week. And uh, Jackie, it's, it's been fun. All right. I'll see you next time. Have a good day. All right. All right peace. Bye.